This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Jason Glick, what's going on? What do you have from tap for us today? Well, today is like the first the first of like what I hope is a long line of um creator-owned comics from a creator who I really like, and that is writer Al Ewing. Ewing is someone who you know came up in the ranks of 2000 AD writing Judge Dredd. It's like another it's like another like science fiction comics before being scouted um by Marvel to um write a lot of their their titles. Now, for a long while, he wrote a lot, a lot of titles that were, you know, yeah, critically appreciated, you know, legitimately good comics that did not set the sales fire, set the sales charts on fire at all. I'm talking about like titles like um like like his like the second volume of new like was it the third one? No, it's the third volume of New Avengers. It's like and um another title that oh um it's like ult- Ultimates on Reversal. And another title I've talked about previously on this pod podcast, um, Loki, Agent Agent of Asgard. But then something funny happened. Like he got a shot at one of Marvel's A-list characters, um, like the Hulk, and um gave us a like a like a like a, like a title title that you know was not just critically acclaimed, but also a sales juggernaut for most of its run as well. I'm talking about the Immortal Hulk, and um, this basically like, you'll put like alluing it like, into like the a-list for like for marvel now on one hand it didn't like automatically guarantee that you know anything he did you know was going to uh you know be like golden sales wise but uh like i'm talking about his um gardens of the galaxy run which you know was tragically cut short after like 18 issues and one um, min- mini event but um it did give him like the like the name recognition that he could like you know Find branch out into a creator-owned work, basically stuff like hey that you could just say, hey, you know, here is this new, um, this new um, concept from the creator, the guy who gave you the Incredible Hulk, the Immortal Hulk. You like the Immortal Hulk, right? So you'll like this one too. And this title being, um, we only find them when they're dead, um, with art, artist Simone Simone DeMeo. This this is a series that lasted for for three volumes, and and one hand, like that's 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 like a fairly respectable, like you know, time for like a create, like for creator own work. It's like, but at the same time, it's definitely not in the same level as um other boom, um studios titles, um such as say uh like something is killing the children, which also had a um a had a fifteen issue opening arc, and but um consistently consistently set sales records as it was. Like as it was being published, we only found them when they're dead. Did not do that. I mean, it sold. We were told it sold really well, for like for its initial arc. But given that it only like, that it, that eventually like you know called the quits after three vo- three volumes, like implies that you know it didn't quite you know like live up to sales expectations after that. I say this because you know like this is a um like a fast fascinating series that I wish had had gone on longer. Like to, so, we can learn more about its world of um, dead space gods. Because yeah, when I say that, when the title says, you know, we only find them when they're dead, the uh, there, it's like in this title is referring to these dead space gods, and uh, the the world of the series is like is basically is basically is um as we're introduced in the first volume, is basically um founded upon you know like harvesting these these gods and their like and their resources it's like as they as they appear like in on a semi-regular basis in it's like in our in our universe 
and like and we're and we're introduced to this this um process process of harvesting um space gods um courtesy of the uh the crew of the v v han 2 it's like led by um cap captain george george's malik it's like his um, quartermaster alice um quarter um corner she operates the knife ella and his engineer and current boyfriend um jason Hauer. it's like, like basically like the first volume does a great job of like establishing this like this world like where it's like you know like we're like these gods appear and then people like you know just show up and just like to harvest parts of the corpse in order to you know like it's like in order to make in order to make a living and like you know further the uh the technological advancement of the like of the universe at large because you know it's like it's not just you know like the meat they're after like there's also like you know the parts like the parts of the weapon parts of their um body which and their armor which they appear with that can that also like you know like power it's like power um like uh, it's like um power power the universe or power the universal universal weapons and also the god heart which which is basically like um, described as a uh as a crystal lattice of infinite um data, data storage capacity which is later revealed to be you know the source of um ai it's like like um computing like producing believable conceivable ai like in this in this universe we'll come back to that in a bit but the uh it's like but as we're introduced to like to the crew of the vihan 2 it's like um captain malik is like first among equals here it's like and he's and, and we're and the first one is mostly centered around his perspective as he's you know asking this question of like you know why are the gods always dead when we it's like when we see them what is like was it like for them to be why are they not they're not alive like in the when like when they enter enter the universe is, do they have to lose some sort of like some sort of like um special essence before they do this and this is something that's that's haunted him like all his life and the first volume you know this sets us up as as him like you know trying to find this answer but it's also tangled up in like messy business of family history because he he and his crew are, are hounded by this um by this enforcer on um, paula richter who was engaged to um, Mal malik's older brother but then um he it's like but then um he died in fact, like Malik's a good portion of Malik's family died, like as a result of some very, very murky circumstances. That it was implied that um, George's had some, it's like had some hand, hand in. But the main thrust of the story is basically um, George's convincing his crew that you know, hey, it's time to make a run and find out just what, um, like where did the gods come from, and it's like you know what, it's like and what do they uh. Like, and what are they like when they, when they're alive? Thing is, though, is that, that when he finally decides to make his run, um, Paula is like is there too, watching them, and she's on board to uh, try and track him down, track him and his crew down when they it's like like when they run. the uh, The first volume, um, subtitled um, "The Seeker," it's like is like it's a good introduction to this to this world, and you know, it's sort of the, the the fundamental questions of you know what. Of um, who are the gods, and you know, why are they always dead when they should when they show up? But at the same time, its biggest problem is that it kind of feels like a volume zero in the sense that you know it's like we're like it's it's like establishing a lot of stuff, and that it's more concerned with the uh, like with, with the feud between Georges and Paula. It's like over like over the course of the volume, it's handled pretty 
pretty well with with um, Ewing dealing out the revelations, taking it suitably, um, taking it suitably expedient fashion. It's like, and it's enough to kind of keep you keep you invested as things go on. And also, um, artist Simone DeMeo like is really good with like you know just drawing all this um, fantastic stuff. You know, just like not just like the. Not only does he convey like the immensity of these space space gods when they appear dead, but also when they you know appear live, like or live for a certain portion in like in later parts of the volume. But also and also the business of just you know like what happens when you know you've got a business of like you know lots of um autopsy ships you know carving up gods as part of a uh, like universe wide business. The main thing that issue I have with um, DeMeo's art, and this is something that persists um, throughout the uh, three volumes, is that the coloring is generally way too dark. It's like, it's, I mean, he's, it's mentioned that, you know, he's provided, he's the uh, main artist, not just, you know, like um, penciler, not just inker, but also colorist. And because like the, uh, the subsequent volumes indicate that, you know, there are coloring assists here. It's like, but you know, it just feels like kind of way too dark, and I kind of wish that you know we had more like you know, like like definition here, or that just didn't feel like so murky to look at this like, you know future future world. But even then, it's like it's something I'm willing to put up with because like you know, DeMeo does do a good job of like conveying the uh, like the scale of the world. It's like and also just you know like the act the action as well. It's good art. I just kind of wish it was easier to see throughout throughout these three volumes but um the uh, first volume does wrap up you know pretty pretty solidly you know concluding concluding for now wink wink um george's um feud with paula and then also like you know like intimating a uh like an interesting like you know setup for future volumes because well unlike anyone else who was like gone before him george's you know Managed to come back like as a god, not a live god, mind you, a dead god. But the fact that you know people are able to recognize him as like, hey, wait a second, isn't that the guy who like made a made a run to uh, escape our universe and become a god? Oh wow, this is like this opens up so many you know theological like you know quandaries here to the point where yes, there there is a. Uh, like on volume two, subtitled "The Stealer," basically, you know, like tries to address like both the, uh, like the issues of you know, like what happens when uh, you know someone actually manages to come back as a god, as a dead god. Because remember, we only find them when they're dead. But also, you know, what happens when you know the people trying to like maintain this like this like um divine like aura like of like of the god other gods like have to like you know def defend themselves and defend their own it's like it's like like their own beliefs as well because there's a interesting distinction here in the second volume that's established I mean, it's not just like because there are some people like who believe that you know the gods that they find dead in space were divine but there's also like now a uh, subsequent offshoot of um of believers who believe that george's malik himself was divine because he came back as a god himself and that's something that the regular like you know believers of gods you know have like like are basically just kind of like like uh, uh no it's like you know all gods are divine like this malachism you talk about is just a heresy 
and that's where we find out find ourselves in this like the start of this first volume at the start of the second volume where it's like you've got like this colony like built around like you know like veneration of um george's malik's dead body it's like and you know they're being visited by someone from the inner um reaches of the uh it's like it's like of the of this of this universe because like there's basically like you know the borderlands which is where like you know basically like you know it's space wild west and then there's like the inner colonies which is basically just kind of like the uh like the bureaucracy the people who um you know like um run it's like you know play play politics and just try to like, you know make everything as safe safe and structured as possible for like for, for um, everyone who for, for the regular people live and it's like in the second in the second volume basically like like introduces us to it's like a uh, second like operative who um um by the name of Marilyn Chen who is basically you know like charged by the inner inner colonies to uh, find a way to bring um George's Malik's body um dead god body back to the uh it's like to the inner colonies so they can like do some experiments because uh, you know on one hand like you know Malik is basically like the last god to to not have to not have been harvested you know as it's like as they as they used to do for all all the gods and like they figure that 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 he's special basically that you know the, like in addition to like the uh the meat like the parts of the armor it's like and the god crystal is heart you know that that's all like you know good stuff but um the leader of the colonies um guy named ryan agare um basically figures something else that that the uh, crystal within the god crystal within uh malik's body like would also may also harvest um his may also hold his memories so basically they may be able to figure out how people become gods themselves so that's that's the thing and that's basically what um agent chen is in charge of figuring out and and while she's got um she's got her it's like her like her crew like her like you know people who, who are like um section of like operatives who are like you know they're they're help her out and like some deep cover operatives within malik's flight the uh the place where um george george's body is being being held by the uh like by the people who worship the space gods well it's like she's gonna try and figure out how to get him get him out and in order to do that she had to convince like the one person it's like who can you know maybe like you know who has enough knowledge about this in order to make it work and that is jason howard george's former former boyfriend who has been you know like um who was initially um held by the inner colonies as they were trying to figure out just you know what exactly did george's do it's like in order to, it's like in order to like to escape like the uh it's like in order to like you know like escape our watch and you know leave leave this place it's like and also just you know how do you become a god in the, fir in the first place but then he was kidnapped by the uh like by the god worshippers and um then basically like you know presented as like you know like Alex's chosen like someone who could like you know espouse the beliefs of like of, of the god you know to their to their specifications volume two is basically all about you know like people the lies people tell each other in order to survive basically like the uh the lies the faith faithless tell the faithful in order to get what they want the lies the faithful tell the faithless in order to like screw them over and 
you know what happens when you know people people like um jason it's like it's like you know try try to lie to themselves and we're like believe that you know this is what i want i wish like i want to live a complacent complacent peaceful life it's like and you know i've mentioned convinced myself but you know like reality keeps intruding and it doesn't work the stealer is definitely a much better well okay not much better it was better um in the first volume in the sense that you know like it's basically like kind of a heist story like the, only like the heist the thing being stolen here is like a uh, space god the dead space god's body and there's a lot of like you know clever clever twists here and that also like you know like further like um flesh out the world building of this it's like like of this um of this universe it's like i like I wanted to know more about the uh, political like business between the uh, inner colonies and the board borderlands. It's like, and there are also more interesting characters in, like in, like introduced here, like um like Undine, the uh, deep cover operative sent in by the uh, it's like by the inner colonies to infiltrate um like like the people of Mal Malik's Reach, and like her like and how she was able like to conceal her real beliefs from them, and also characters like Honor and Bristow. Who shows up again in the finale in volume three someone who um like is all is uh you know was recruited as part of the uh, security team like for the uh for the religious of malik's reach but you know honestly doesn't believe anything but can speak can talk the talk and walk the walk more convincingly than a lot of like real believers do so so volume two like you know like doesn't like sets up like you know sets up a uh like like a like a good like a good good solid story it's like and like interesting a lot of interesting characters while also you know like adding like you know int more interesting twists to like you know established ones you know it's kind of like you know second volume that you kind of want to ho you hope for a lot of like like um new new series the one that basically like you know like establishes like you know hey you know not only can we like like tell like um maintain the quality of the previous volume we can do it better and we can do it more expansively as well like it's the kind of like step where you look and go hey you know what this second volume of we only find the mother dead is great i look forward to a long um like like a long interesting run for the, for this for the series forever how long that its creator decides to go and if you've been listening to me talk for any length of time here it's like you know that's not the case um, in fact, um, once um, Volume Two came out, it's like I was already aware that you know Volume Three would be the final finale for this series. And you know, it's like to Ewing's credit, you know, he at least he he he, he set this up pretty well. He seemed to re realize this when when um creating Volume Three because you know, like, well, I well, it's like it does feel like you know, like we got to wrap this up now like for like a good portion of its run it's like it does actually like you know wrap things up like fairly satisfyingly because it picks up from the uh end of volume two which basically introduces us to uh theory um theory nine a uh an artificial intelligence put into a humanoid body this ai being based upon the uh god crystal memories of of george's malik and like in this and this um third volume um, subtitled the soul it's like it's all about um like um joy like um the it's basically um mainly focused on theory's experiences because you know on one hand like he is george's malik because he's got all of malik's memories 
But the thing is that, you know, he's also his own person because even though he's got Malik's memories, he's still learning and experiencing things, you know, from, you know, it's like, like in real time, like going forward from here. Oh, and you just look at the, the uh, persistent visions of, um, like of George, George's um, that close friend, Alice and um, nemesis, um, um, Patricia, or so, so there, so there you go. You've got, um, so, so you've got, but then you, and the idea, um, for volume three, it's like, is, it's like, is that, you know, like they're like the people who made, um, to make theory, theory nine are going to like, you know, have him reenact like, um, George's initial, um, like flight outside the unit universe in the hope that he'll eventually realize you know like what's going like you know what how malik became a god and how everyone else you know can follow in his footsteps what follows is um it's like the oh and i'm wrong it's like it's not it's paula it's like my bad so so the uh it's like so while like you know this this final volume is basically like you know all about you know like theories experiences it's like we, like you've also got you know like a lot of follow up from pre, pre previous volumes. Like I'm, I mentioned like you know Paula and Alice, you know like appearing like as ghosts. It's like, and also the uh, like like um like um on like honor him gets his um gets gets his uh like follow up here. It's like he sh shows up years later, still spouting the still talking the same talk, walking the same walk, all in the service of his um, daughter, which he believes that, you know, I'm doing this all for you, but it's a case of like, Hey, I'm doing this all for you. But you know, I wasn't actually like, you know, doing it for you. I wasn't there for you. I couldn't believe that, you know, like you would have any, um, you know, vision, any vision of your life apart from mine. Like, so there, there you go. But at the same time, you know, it's like, even as we are introduced to like, you know, his, his daughter as her, as her own character, um, she's kind of like you know, written off like you know, per fairly quickly in order, like um, as as the main plot on demands, and we also like do get answers as to where the gods come from, and you know, like how they wind up wind up in our universe. Um, it's it's an interesting um answer in that in that regard, in the sense that you know, it's kind of like a macro. Like human size scale of these, you know, what happens when our bodies die? How do the, uh, like, what do the, uh, what, what, what do the decaying results of our bodies look like to the, to the parasites and the, uh, and the bacteria and the viruses that, you know, like the, that degrade them? It's like in, to the end, it's like, it's like from their perspective, like, are we just like some big unknowable source of data and pro protein? And, I will say that you know, like, he, like Al Ewing does come up with some interesting responses to that. You know, in terms of like, you know, what the, uh, you know, what the, uh, I can't, you know, like, what, what, what the result of like, you know, these gods' bodies, you know, like, are meant to like, like represent for our universe. And I don't want to say this exactly what it is because you know, I'd be spoilers. And I do think this series is worth worth reading, but I was like, I, I still kind of feel like I would have loved this series gone gone on longer and just explored it in more in more detail because with all the answers we get as to what 
as to what is alive and you know what what is dead you know are satisfying i really wanted to know like you know more about you know what this about you know what happens when you know someone when a god you know returns to the universe alive means it's like i i want to end like i guess that's means a series of success in the sense that you know it ended with me wanting to know more even as it you know basically said you know this is the end like this is like these three volumes are all you're getting and you know that's 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 a little bit disappointing because you know i much rather would have like you know seen this series continue on indefinitely become a massive huge um sales success compared to say um something is killing the children but at, i've i've explain my bias towards towards that series as well because you know it's like that's that series seems to have like struck a chord with um like with like horror like with um horror readers it's like and people are just you know looking like looking at its protagonist and it's kind of going hey you know this is like really cool and new it's like and i and me and my old old man goes like no i've seen this before this is like like buffy but more violent it's like and you know more it's like our parent is more isolated and all. It's like, you know, this is just, this is usual. While, like, we only find them when they're dead. It's like, is you know, trying to do something more challenging and interesting. But I, I, I'm starting to sound like an old, bitter old man here. But I will say that, you know, like, go and read these three, three volumes of, like, of this series. I don't know if there are plans to uh, collect it all in one volume my good feeling would be that yes there's probably like some one one volume edition of the series like in in the offing but even if you don't want to wait um like you know for, like for this like for the series to be collected in one one volume it's like i'd say go ahead and go and do it um the work that um al ewing and simone de Mayo do here is it's like is really interesting and satisfying and it's also it's it's, it's also enough to make me want to see what um, what Ewing does next with his um, with his next creator on series because even though I haven't heard about what he's planning next, I mean he's still hip deep in the uh, X Men universe right now with um, X Men Red, and I hope that series is like going to get like you know more than three volumes. Even though I get the feeling that you know like the, he's his tenure is probably going to be wrapping up with the uh, imminent um, fall of X um, like um, status quo. Um, we only find them in the dead shows that you know he can do like you know like qual quality work when not attached to a major superhero universe. I really enjoyed this, and like I said, I, le I was left one wanting more, but oh well, that's how things go. Well, maybe um, they will have a full collected volume in the future. Yeah, it's like my, my money's on that. I mean, I. I I mean, I haven't checked Amazon lately. There could be one right now, but I just haven't checked. That's, I guess that's my bad. That's my lack of responsibility prior to going in here. You know what you're going to be talking about next time? Next time, um, probably not going to be a uh, Buried Treasures of Manga edition because, hey, you know, it's like, it'll be fun of me next time, but um, it's probably going to be a manga. It's something I've been run, um, writing out for a while. That's um, Dead Dead Demons destruction so we'll we'll talk to you next time about that hopefully all right talk to you next time on comic picks by the click laters everyone